0: world has kind of lost its way mm-hmm. crazy as it seems yeah i know it's gonna be okay
1: gentlemen, because Jesus is coming back. Is there any other person out there that has a, a, a more anticipated return? Like I know that we look forward to seeing, you know, the part two of our favorite movie or reading the second installment of our favorite series of books. I know that there's families out there that are waiting for their mom or their dad to come home from, the army or the Marines or from overseas come home off that tour. That's highly anticipated. But there's that's nothing compared to the anticipation that Jordan Felice was just singing there. Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. I am stoked. I'm I'm ready any day. Like I love life. Don't get me wrong. Life is a blessing. But I'm ready for Jesus to come back any day. Although there's some friends and family that I would like to help, uh, you know, find their way back to God first. However, I am ready anytime. And I know I'm good with the Lord. I know I'm golden. I know I am saved. And I hope all of you feel the same way today. And if you don't, but you're hearing this, well, then God has you right where he needs you. I'd like to thank, if I could, already this morning, Lisa Maupin, who says, 50 bucks with many prayers to help the four families. Thank you. Thank you. Kelly says, I'm addicted to Rise Up after listening for the first time yesterday morning. That's the greatness of God, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, by the way, it is Rockin' Robin's birthday and we cannot start today's Rise Up without singing Happy Birthday to Miss Rockin' Robbins. So let's do that now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Rockin' Robins. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, girl. I hope you have a good one. Here's a toast of some Rise Up coffee for you. Bad Moon says, life with the Lord is the ultimate life. Amen. You know what? Let's go ahead and pop on the Rumble Chat. Let's, uh, let's see the, uh, the faces that belong to the names. $61 from Kong says, thank you, all your love and prayers. Lisa says, happy birthday. Addicted to the uh, Heavenly Father. Yes, so am I. Uh, happy birthday. Look at all those birthdays coming in for Robin. That's incredible. Rise Up is my daily fix, says CQ. I'm actually watching you live. I'm always late to watching the shows. Well, thank you very much. It's okay. Better late than never. Um, Look at all the beautiful birthdays. Morning to MD Sauce Norton. How you doing, brother? Good to see you. Look at all, Daisy Duke saying good morning to everybody. Of course, Majora is here. Proud Patriot is here. How are you, Proud Patriot? Bruce Carroll, how are you? The Zoo, how are you? Shelly Rose, God bless you and good to see you. Of course, we have got the Mr. Billboard for God himself. Bad Moon is in the building. Good to see you, Bad Moon. Grammy Love is here. Krista, how are you? Marilyn. Hazel Kitty says, Ohio families, God bless them. Folks, we are well over $4,000 raised for Ohio families right now. So yes, it is truly a blessing what this family has been able to do. You can't beat God. Amen. You know, I was going to. MAGA mom says, I'm here lurking again. Uh, hey, if you're going to lurk anywhere, it might as well be where the gospel is, right? I was going to wear my you can't beat God hat this morning, but you know what? I, I, I just something said grab, grab the armor of God and put it on because you're going to need it. You're going to need it. Jeremy, is the Ark Encounter a one day or two day visit? I haven't even thought about that yet. Like I obviously thought about doing it, yes, but I haven't even begun to think about when And what that's going to look like. But I promise you, as soon as I figure it out, I'll get that information right to you guys, okay? Uh, Jeremy, my interview was amazing. I felt the prayers you gave on Rise Up. The ladies I interviewed were Christian. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much. Well, let's get to the Lord in prayer. We're eight minutes past the hour here. Grammy Love says, I love Rise Up. I think there's no better time than to go to the Lord in prayer right now. So if you're wearing a hat, Please remove that hat. You don't have to. Jesus does say, come as you are. But if you are, let's have some respect. I mean, we take our hats off in court. We take our hats off at work. So let's take our hats. Well, some of us do. Uh, Let's take our hats off. Here we go. Father God in heaven. Father, it is so wonderful to see so many people say that they need this show in the morning. And I agree, they do need this show in the morning. Father God, it is like having church Not just one day a week, but now we have church six days a week. Father God, you've given us our own little revival right here in LFA. Father God, you are guiding so many young, middle uh, age and, 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 and elderly to your word. You're guiding them to the colleges. You're guiding them to the revivals. Guide them here too, Lord. Touch everybody's heart. And guide them to this show, Rise Up. Maybe they don't watch any other show here, and that's fine. This is the most important, and we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for being able to congregate together, have fellowship together, and really worship you every day of the week, Lord. This is what you wanted, and we are so happy to be able to follow these these orders, follow your will, and be able to do this, Lord. We thank you so very much for... The health and the restoration that, we're, that you're bringing people. Every day we hear somebody else has been healed of their cancer. Somebody else has been healed of the disease that has been bothering them for so long. We thank you. We know that is you working in their, in their bodies. We know that's the Holy Spirit at work, Lord, and we thank you. Lord, we pray for those who are afflicted. We pray for those who have hate in their hearts towards anyone. We pray for those on the other side of the aisle politically who have hate towards us. We pray for those on our side who have hate towards them. Lord, we know because you've told us that the devil is the great divider. Lord, please help us wear the armor of God so that he cannot divide our groups, our families, our chats, and our lives. Thank you, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amanda Collins says, bow every head and pray. There's a Sunday show? I'm so confused. No, Sunday is God's day, and Sunday is God's show. However, we are opening up Sunday programming very soon, and I have a very important call today to find out a little bit more about that. But we will have Sunday programming starting in April, I believe. And uh, Susie Q needs a shout out and some love. Lift her spirits, Jeremy. Susie Q. Hey, Susie Q. We love you. And God does too. So stop being sad because we love you. We love you, Susie Q. We love you. Um, but no, we are going to be opening up Sunday programming. That means we're going if, to, if I, if God, look, God, this is God doing this. This is not me. So I'm not going to say hopefully. I'm just going to say we are going to have it. We're going to wake up every morning on Sunday. And we're going to have Christian cartoon uh, family uh, cartoons for children for the first couple hours in the morning. And then we're going to get into shows like this one, uh, God-driven shows. And then in the evening, we're going to play a family Christian movie for everybody here on LFA TV every Sunday. That's what we have planned. I'm telling you, guys, God is on the move. Hallelujah. God is on the move, on the move. Hallelujah. God is on the move. Hallelujah. Let's have a uh, drink of our Rise Up coffee here this morning. And folks, just to let you know, this is what our Rise Up coffee looks like. We went patriotic. Boy, did we go patriotic for this Rise Up coffee. But, you know, we had to put our Lord and Savior on the back as well. Right? So, Rise Up. Coffee, JeremyHarrell.com. Join with us today. Yeah, I can't wait for Sunday mornings either. It's going to be like heaven. It's going to be like heaven. Revival is here, folks. Praise Jesus, says W. Wilson. All right, we're going to open up our books, our uh, One Minute Prayer for Dads, if you guys have this, okay? And One Minute Prayer for Dads, we're going to go to page 54. I mean, uh, yes, 54. And the title of this uh, page and this devotional today is Ambassadors for Light, because that's what we are, right? Ambassador, Ambassadors for Light. Now, I titled today's show, Why Choose Barabbas or Barabbas or Barabbas, whatever, however you pronounce it. I believe it's Barabbas. Why choose Barabbas when you can have Jesus? Really weird, isn't it? Really weird that those people, in our pivotal moment in our history here on, on Earth, that those people chose Bar, uh, Barabbas over Jesus. Why would they do that? Well, it's a very simple answer, ladies and gentlemen. Most of you do it every day. I do it every day. The world does it every day. The world chooses Barabbas over Jesus every single day. Why? Why would we do that? So keep that in mind as we go throughout the day. As we go throughout this show, because it's a very, very strong statement to make and a strong question to ask. Why choose Barabbas when you can have a Jesus? The the choice seems clear to me. I'm sure it seems clear to all of you. We all do it every day. Isaiah 520, ambassadors for light. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, Isaiah 520. We live in an increasingly dark world, folks. A world that is hostile to Christianity. One hairy leg says, what is Barabbas? Barabbas was the guy that, Pilate gave in place of Jesus to be crucified and killed. Barabbas was a murderer. Barabbas was an evil, evil murderer of that time. And instead of choosing him to be crucified and killed and punished, they chose Jesus. Pilate gave him that because Pilate did not want the blood of Jesus on his hands. That's what a Barabbas is. Barabbas was the murderer because there was a custom at that time. For those who don't know the story, I know most of you do, but there was a custom at that time for Pilate to be able to give, to to give to the, to to the crowds of people there a choice. Do we let this person free or do we, or, 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 and, and, and punish this person or do we do the opposite? He gave them a choice. He said, who would you like me to crucify here, Jesus or Barabbas? They chose Barabbas uh, to keep and to kill and crucify Jesus. Why would they choose that? The crowds that just, just hours before laid down palm tree leaves or palm tree branches as Jesus rode into the city on a donkey. Those same people just hours later chose his death. We live in an increasingly dark world, a world that is hostile to Christianity. We dads need to explain to our kids why this is so and how they must stand strong when they are disliked for their faith. We are raising our children to be ambassadors for light, a.k.a. ambassadors for God, ambassadors for Jesus Christ. Not darkness. Lord, this is an unusual time to be alive and to be a Christian. I think it's a wonderful time to be alive and be a Christian. Unusual, but wonderful. So much of what we know as right is taught as being wrong. And in many cases, good is being replaced with evil. Does that sound like today? Does that sound like today? Now, I know every generation can say they relate to that. But that doesn't sound like the 1950s in America. That doesn't sound like the 1940s. And this is happening around my kids everywhere they go. They see and hear when darkness is promoted and light is ridiculed. I pray I will be strong in making sure that my children know right from wrong and always choose good over evil. Folks, your children may sin. So do you. Your children may do something wrong. Guess what? So do you. Your children may do choose evil over good. Guess what? So do you. You're not, you're not teaching your children to be perfect. If you are trying to do that, then you will fail and you will regret it. You cannot teach your children to be perfect, but what you can teach your children is how to have the tools and the resources that they need in order to choose right from wrong in their lives as they become adults. Even as you help me as their dad, I pray you will protect them and give them a strong sense of right and wrong in their consciousness, or in their consequences, excuse me. No, consciences. I'm sorry. Help them become ambassadors for light in a darkening world. Well, folks, how do we expect... To have a light, a world of light instead of darkness, when every single day you and me and everybody that we know chooses Barabbas over Jesus. Because that's what we're doing. Every time we choose to sin, every time we choose to do something wrong, that we know, I probably shouldn't do that. I probably shouldn't say that. I probably shouldn't make that joke. I probably shouldn't. Uh, I probably shouldn't make that person the butt of my jokes and offend that person, even though it's funny, even though I don't see it as harm. They probably will. I probably shouldn't do that. Every time we do that, we are choosing Barabbas over Jesus. I do it every day, and I'm sure most of you do too. Matter of fact, scratch that. I know all of you do because nobody's perfect. The goal, hi, Brad. How you doing, brother? The goal, ladies and gentlemen, is to choose Jesus more then you choose Barabbas because you'll never choose Jesus hundred percent of the time, no matter how much you try. The goal is to choose Jesus more and more over choosing Barabbas. Hopefully one day you can get to only choosing Barabbas a couple times a day. But every time you do that, you align yourself with the Sadducees. You align yourself with the Pharisees and you align yourself with the Jewish people who allowed the devil, who allowed Satan to corrupt their minds in a matter of hours and transform from worshiping the son of God, the son of man, as he came into their city on a donkey to asking for him to be crucified over a known murderer, the a serial killer of that time, a serial killer of that time. That would be like Today, choosing Jeffrey Dahmer over the most righteous person that's alive today, which I don't even know who that would be. Normally, I would say the Pope, but we all know that that's not true truth today. But let's just say that, just, let's, just, let's just use that as an example because we know what the Pope is supposed to be. It would be like choosing Jeffrey Dahmer over a real Pope. McCamp gave $5 and says, uh, Barabbas was an insurrectionist. Jesus was a resurrectionist. Woo! Oh, I like that. Can we make that a bumper sticker? Can we make that a shirt? You want to talk about a real insurrectionist? Barabbas was. That man was evil to the core. And yet they chose him over Jesus. Let's see what the LFA family thinks. Pop on this rumble chat here. Jesus was a resurrectionist. Barabbas was an insurrectionist. How incredible is that? Wow. Thank you for that. We need a t-shirt that says that. says proud patriot. Amen. Amen. Hey, folks, if you've not shared this video yet, can you please do that for me, please? And if you've not liked the video, I know some people forget to hit that thumbs up, but we could really, really use that. Wasn't a Pope just murdered in his home the other day? Are you talking about Pope Francis? Probably. <laughs> but you are uh, not, not, not Pope, uh, not, not, uh, you mean Pope Benedict, right? Not post Pope Francis. I love that for a shirt or a bumper sticker. Excellent. Amen. Chris DL says, I want one. So do I. <laughs> I never heard that before. So that was incredible. I once I was once told that when the Jews cursed themselves, giving up the Jews cursed themselves, giving up Jesus. Yeah, well, I, I would imagine in some case, yeah. Barabbas is being chosen in our face every day on the news. Yes, he is. Not a pope, a bishop. A bishop was murdered. Yeah, not a not the pope, not a pope. I think there's only one, but yes, there was a bishop murdered. Yes, you are correct. Archbishop of California, yes, you are correct. Mother Teresa would be a better example. There you go. There you go. Need a shirt with that. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's true. I think that's true. We need a shirt. Folks, we are approaching 1,000 people, 24 minutes past the hour. I need your help. Share, share, share. Let's get to, um, you know what, I normally go to the Bible Promise book, but I've been neglecting other books, so I want to get to some of the other books that we've been neglecting, because not, not on purpose, but we've been having so much conversation and so much debate here on Rise Up, which is definitely needed, definitely a necessity to do that, that we've been uh, not having time to get some, to some of these other books. So, One Year with Jesus in the Gospels, let's do that right now. Mateo says this family is so precious. I think Mateo is correct. What do you guys think? February 22nd, year of our Lord, from Matthew 5, 6. Only the hungry are fed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a pretty strong statement to make right there, huh? Only the hungry are fed. But if you're a a man or woman of Jesus, if you're a child of God, you know this has nothing to do with actual food. Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. In the natural world, people eat even when they aren't hungry. Many of us can prove that by turning sideways and looking at ourselves in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I could say that's the truth. I could say that's the truth. In the spiritual realm, only those who are hungry can get fed. One of the worst things that can happen to us is to become spiritually spiritually complacent. Being hungry for the things of God is one of the best things that can happen to you. Most people in this world don't feel that way. They would rather have the feeling of being full, but Jesus promised us that fullness would follow hunger, no hunger, no fullness. So basically, if you're not hungering for the word of God, if you're not hungering for the Lord, you will never be full. You can eat and you can eat and you can eat and you can eat, but you'll never be full. You'll just get fat. Therefore, what many people hate is actually a sign of spiritual health. Longing for more of God is a healthy sign. No one hungers for God on his own. That is not the nature of man. No man hungers for God unless the Spirit of God is drawing him. Hungering for God doesn't cause God to move in our lives, but it is a sign that God is already at work in us. Think about that, folks. If you're hungering for God, it's not because there's a lack of God in your life. It's because God is already there working in your life. And by default, you hunger for more. You see, everything of this world is 180 from the spiritual realm. Everything. You might say we're an upside-down realm here uh, on this earth. Just like we talked about yesterday. You cannot do works to get you into heaven, but faith is dead without works. How is that possible? Because people don't understand the meaning of it. They understand the earthly meaning of it and it makes no sense to them because everything that they've been taught, everything that they've been around, everything that's been burned into their brain is 180 from what God wants you to do. Whether it be sexually, whether it be fear, spiritually, whether it be physically, whether it be mentally, everything is different. So nobody knows. Forgive them, Lord, they, or forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. It makes me tear up. It makes me cry when I see people every day on the street. Oh, why, Jeremy? That should make you feel happy to be around other people. It does. I'm a people person. But it breaks my heart to no end to see everybody walking around on this planet, aimlessly ignorant, having no hope. You can see the loneliness in the way they walk. You can see their anxiety and their depression in the way that they're hunched over in their body language. You can feel their fear and their anger and their loneliness and their just utter loss. You can see it in their eyes. They say the eyes are the window to the soul. Look in people's eyes, folks. Look how dead they are. And I've never seen it before until now. I've never seen it until now because I didn't know how to look for it. I was ignorant too. And Americans are historically ignorant about everything, let alone the gospel. So many Americans think that there's an American gospel only. My coworker is hooked after listening to LFA every day. I used to keep the volume down just to hear it. Now she says, turn that up so I can hear it too. You see, folks? You see? That's why it's so important to share. You never know who this is going to touch. And like I said, I never knew that before. I was never looking for it before. And now it breaks my heart to see so many people so sad, so lost, Magamom says they're like zombies. That's what it is. And I sit there, and I look at them, and I cry. I cry because, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You see, when Jesus said that, he said it because he meant it. He said it because he meant it, because he felt compassion and empathy for those people. He didn't want them to burn in hell. He didn't want them. He's sitting there bleeding to death. Asphyxia, can't breathe, choking on his own blood probably. Hands pierced, feet pierced, pain that you can't even imagine. And he's worried about them. I know that now. I didn't know that until Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day when I was out with my wife for a lovely dinner. Just her and I. No Live from America. No LFA TV. Just her, me, and God. And it was great because we don't get that time anymore. And you would think that when we have that time, that I would be dedicated to her. That I'd be giving her all of my attention, all of my time. And I'm sitting there, we're having dinner. And it was a good dinner, don't get me wrong. We're sitting there having dinner, and I'm looking out the window because we're sitting right on the side of the street, right on the sidewalk. And I'm looking at all the people walking, and I'm looking at the people getting out of their cars and going into stores and I, and I see it. And for the first time I see it and I'm sad. And my wife's like, what's the matter? And I'm like, I'm just sad for these people. And I started tearing up and she says, what's the matter? And I said, I don't understand why I'm seeing this, but I'm seeing so many people hurt. And the reason why I was tearing up and the reason why I'm tearing up now is because I remember that hurt. I didn't remember. Now I remember being in bad situations. Don't get me wrong. Just like it was yesterday, but I don't remember the, I didn't remember the feeling of the hopelessness because that's what it was. You can call it pain. You can call it anger. You can call it anxiety or loneliness, but in the end it's one word it's hopelessness. And now that I have hope In Jesus, I see hopelessness everywhere I go, and it breaks my heart. It hurts because I remember that hurt. I remember feeling that way. Jesus was limited as the Son of God in the flesh, meaning that he was able to see and feel everything that you see and feel. He was able to feel that loneliness. He was able to feel that despair and that anger and that depression. He was able to feel it, but Jesus knew how to give it to his father. Jesus knew that that was the devil lying to him. That's why he was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. He knew. He knew what it felt like. So when he was on that cross, tortured, in pain, dying, he wasn't crying for his pain. He was crying for theirs. Man, the Holy Spirit is working today. Holy Spirit is working today. I did not. This was not my plan today to talk about this. But when you give it to God and you give it to the Holy Spirit, boy, he brings things out of you that you want to talk about. Let me tell you. Heather says it's the spirit pushing you to talk to those people. And ask them if they know how much Jesus loves them. That's the next step, isn't it? That's the next step. That's what, I'm, that's what I have to do next. That's what, that's what comes next for me, I guess. And, and you're right. That's what I should have done. I should have jumped up right there. I should have ran outside. And I should have wa- ki- hugged. Everybody that I saw that felt that way, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I was just so overwhelmed with the feeling of what was happening and seeing that for the first time, I was kind of like shell-shocked. I just didn't know what to do except be sad and pray. Annette says, healed people, heal people, hurt people, hurt people. Wow. I never heard that before either. We should praise God for spiritual hunger and be encouraged. He doesn't make us hungry and then lets us starve. He makes us hungry so he can fill us with his blessings and love. We need hunger that will never never be satisfied until the marriage supper of the Lamb. (laughs) I'm just blown away today, guys. I am absolutely blown away today today is one of those um today's one of those rise ups that uh that god is teaching me and god is bringing me through this i know everybody looks at me as like oh we get to sit down and learn from what this guy's reading and hear some stories but what some people don't understand is what this show actually is this show is not LFA. This show is not unafraid. This show is not wrong think. Thank you Shivi, I will. Shivi just donated $100 and said, "Split with East Palestine. Thank you." Thank you Shivi, we will. This show is my personal journey with Jesus. In the most open and transparent way that I could ever think of doing anything. Again, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> this is not something that I planned on doing the, today or this show in general. But here we are. Here we are. So when I get convicted, it's in real time. When, I, when, I, when something hits me, when the Holy Spirit is working in me and has me say it out loud. Sometimes you got to say it out loud to even understand what, what, what's happening. And then it hits you. So sometimes, like today, you, that's what happens. And I don't, I, don't, I don't know where it goes tomorrow. That's the good thing about Rise Up. See, live from America, I can actually sit down and plan. I can plan live from America. I can say, okay, I'm going to touch on this subject. I'm going to touch on this subject. I'm going to touch on this subject. I plan it all out. Me and Eli, we put a show together. Boom, here you go. Rise Up is not that way. The only thing that I do... In preparation for Rise Up is the morning newsletter. So I have no idea where this goes tomorrow. It could be a completely different show tomorrow. I don't know. Same thing with LFA TV. Somebody asked me, where are you taking this? Where do you expect this to go? I don't know. (laughs) I have no clue. I didn't expect to be in the backyard drinking bourbon and urinating on pictures of Hillary Clinton's face and swearing like a sailor to being here. So I don't know. (laughs) I'm just as... uh, I'm just as shocked as all of you guys. Jesus, take the wheel. That's exactly, Mateo. That's the best way to explain it. There you go. Take the wheel. <laughs> I, I don't. Julie Green didn't want to do this either. She asked God why her, but he, she's still doing it. Well, you know what? I, I, I do know a great saying that I might have said to you guys one time. When you ask yourself, God, why me? God's answer back is why not you? I mean, if that's not an answer that Jesus would give, I don't know what is. Jesus would say that. If, if somebody said, Jesus, why me? Jesus would look at them and say, my child, why not you? That's a better question to ask, don't you think? R. Milius says, the closer I get to Jesus, the more I pray for people and the less I judge people. Amen. That's true because you start loving those people that you used to judge you start feeling sorry for those people that you used to judge and you start feeling sorry for yourself that you did it like why would I do that you know it just it, you just you change who you are you, you leave the old you behind that's why it's so easy for me to talk about my past people ask me how's it easy to talk about jail in front of people aren't you worried about what they're gonna say to you no <laughs> no why would I be worried 20 years later As a matter of fact, I wouldn't worry worry if it was yesterday. As long as I was here in my relationship with God, I love telling people about who I was compared to who I am. It doesn't bother me. It does not bother me one bit to tell people about my life, about my past, about what I've been through, who I am, what I've done, what I've said, who I've hurt. To me, it's like talking about a, a different person. That I just met one day. To me, it's not, it, to me, it doesn't feel like I'm telling you about me. Because that was never me. That was the devil puppeting me. That was a lie. That me was not real. This is the real me. So I, it doesn't bother me. It just doesn't bother me anymore. How are you supposed to relate to people who are in prison? How are you supposed to relate to people who have lost everything? Or, or, or how are you supposed to do that? People who have hit rock bottom—if you've not been there for yourse- yourself—it doesn't—it doesn't compute in my head. Let's read from day fifty-three from the Bible Promise Book for Heaven uh, of Heaven. The Bible Promise Book for mornings and, and evenings. I don't know why I never get that right. <laughs> We're going to read from Revelation 22.5. There will be no more night. There will, be not, there will not need the light of a lamp or the light of a sun. For the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Folks, do you ever wonder that? You ever wonder about the sun compared to God's light? First of all, what you should know is this. God made the sun. So obviously God is far more powerful than the sun. Now think about how powerful the sun is. You can't come within 100,000 miles of the sun without burning, vaporizing. I bet you, you would vaporize even 100,000 miles away from the sun. You can't even go near it. And you you can't even look at it from here. What are we, 93 million miles from the sun, Eli? 93 million miles from the sun, that's what we are? All right. 93 million miles from the sun. Now, you and I can gauge a mile. It's 5,280 feet. Is that what it is? I'm trying to remember my school days. So 5,280 feet is a mile. And there's 93 million of those. To the sun, And you can't even look at the sun here. You can't even look at it. It'll blind you. That's why God can't be in the presence of men. So you know how bright the sun is. God's light and power and everything is infinitely more powerful than that. That's incredible. That's why you'll need no sun in the new earth. You've got God's light. The only reason that we need a sun here is because God sends it in his absence and it's still enough. Yeah. Truly incredible. And they will reign forever and ever. Revelation 22.5. How about Genesis 1.8? And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning. The second day. Christ himself spent a good deal of his life preparing for his ministry and work. Like him, we are growing and maturing and preparing for the kingdom of God, which awaits us. We are being made ready for our heavenly home. We are being made ready for our heavenly home. Why are we here on earth? Oh, what does God want with us? Well, first of all, if you're alive here on earth, then you're not done. You obviously have a job to continue to fulfill. More simple than that is that we are being prepared for our home in heaven. And guess who's there preparing it for us right now? You might know him. Goes by the name of Jesus. If you're Mexican, maybe his name is Jesus. (laughs) He's a good guy. He's there right now preparing each and every person's place of rest. That's why the Holy Spirit is here in his absence. And I wouldn't say his absence because people would say, wasn't Jesus with you at all time? He is through the Holy Spirit. Yes, he is. Lord, create in me a real hunger for your truth. And I may be more like you that I may be more like you here on earth and forever in heaven. Amen. Amen. What do you guys think of that? Let's pop on this rumble chat here. What do you guys think of what I just said? Look up at the sun, not the sun. S-O-N, not S-U-N. Wow. Man, there's so many things I've never heard here today. (laughs) Jeremy, you got me flustered here at work today. My groove is off. Please pray I get my groove back. Let's pray that Stella gets her groove back. I mean that Joe Demers gets his groove back. We love Joe. 1,100 people getting this word this morning. Whoop, whoop. Yes. Yes. Bible tells us exactly what our earth is about, the sun, moon, stars, etc. That's encouraging to hear. Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men. Amen. Amen. I love the one that we heard this morning. Healed people, healed people, hurt people, hurt people. That. Oh, that right there. Let me tell you. We are being prepared for our home in heaven. That's why it's called the basic instructions before leaving earth, folks. That's why right there. It's exactly why. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have to, um, we just have to take a quick, um, a quick uh, read break for a minute. So while we're doing this, please maybe uh, refill your coffees. Grab yourself a little coffee. And ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about our sponsor of Rise Up, our first and only sponsor for Rise Up. Trumpet Daily. Now, sometimes I'll give them some love on the LFA show as well because I just believe in what they're doing. Trumpet Daily, ladies and gentlemen, look, if you want more Bible-based politics, meaning if you want your news of what's going on in America and around the world, I guess, and you want it from a Bible-based point of view, you want it from biblical Christians, LFA TV should be your first place you go. But another place you can go to add to your arsenal, not to replace, is the Trumpet Daily the trumpet daily ladies and gentlemen tomorrow's news today you're getting it from a bible-based point of view now the one thing that all christians don't believe or don't agree with is how somebody else worships the bible oh these people are a cult and these people do this and these people do that these people are fake christians how about you're getting the word of god and you're getting it at the same time as you're getting your news of the day sign up for TrumpetDaily.com. it's free ladies and gentlemen Sign up today, TrumpetDaily.com, and also check out AmericaUnderAttack.com. Same people. And big shout out to them for knowing what we're using the money for and for, and, and for giving us such a large amount of money for a monthly sponsor. It's just truly incredible. Truly incredible. And these are some, this is some of the publication that you get for free. Just for signing up, folks. Just for signing up. You can get it on the app. Everywhere, okay? So check them out. I love what we're doing here, folks. Look, here's, here's what I have to say. I've, uh, you guys know I get criticized all the time for how I do the show, right? Oh, you should do this. You should do that. You should do this. You should do that. But I also get criticized on how I do Rise Up, too. I also get criticized on how I preach. But here's the thing. This show is approaching 1,200 people watching on one platform alone. There's probably another 1,200 people watching on digital TV in the app. Yes, there is a specific link. It's called TrumpetDaily.com. TrumpetDaily.com. Sign up there. But here's what I'll say to that. Folks, how can you possibly divide spreading the gospel? How can you possibly have a problem with how somebody spreads the gospel as long as they're doing it with good intentions Yes, they may not know as much as you about the Bible, so they might have preached something that you heard when you were 12. But how dare anybody discourage somebody from spreading the gospel? That's what we do here, folks. I don't know about those guys. Okay, well, you know what we're doing here? We're doing heavenly work. And if somebody sponsors the show for $6,000 and we get to pass on that money to a Christian school to operate It doesn't matter, folks, what you think. It only matters that God's will is being done, period. Our our opinions are nothing compared to the will of God. God uses everybody, everybody to do his will. People that you don't like, oh, well, get over it. You're only special because you're a child of God. You're not special because you have an opinion here on earth. Continue to sit back and do nothing while other people help further the kingdom of God. That's the way I look at it. If you're one of those people, while you continue to do nothing while everybody else does something. And if you're one of those people that go, "I wonder if he's talking about me, then I'm talking about you." And I'm not even thinking of anybody in particular. <laughs> I'm just saying. Remember the title of the show today, folks, as we continue on. We're about nine minutes away from the, uh, from the end of the show. Why choose Barabbas when you can have Jesus? Just why? Dead coming back to life. Let's read from Ezekiel 47, 9. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. Woo! Powerful, folks. There will be a large number of fish because this water flows there and makes the salty waters fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. The Dead Sea in Israel is one of, the, one of a kind place to take a dip. Tourists who enter its waters immediately realize that swimming aids aren't necessary due to its exceptionally high concentration of salt. Now we've read this before, but I think it's important that we read it right now. The Dead Sea is also the lowest land-based point on Earth. The Jordan River empties into it, but nothing flows out of it. And due to its toxic blend of minerals, nothing lives in it. But one day, the Dead Sea will undergo a radical change. Ladies and gentlemen, a radical change, the same change that you just heard me talking about. The old you compared to the you now, the new you. The old you is gone, dead. The new you is what came out of the old you. You were a caterpillar, now you're a butterfly. The only thing that can transform itself into something else. You were a p- caterpillar and now you're a butterfly. Remember that. Let's go, to the, uh, let's go to the verse of the day today, which I titled, the same thing I titled today's show, Why Choose Barabbas When You Can Have Jesus? It does not make sense. I said, Good morning. I said, uh, and, and I want you guys to hear this opening statement. I tell you, since we started doing Rise Up, it's felt different here at LFA, hasn't it? It's felt different, hasn't it? More real, more alive, more purpose driven. Maybe that's just me, but I do feel there has been a shift. Not a shifty shift, a shift. Almost like we are in our own little revival here on this channel. Praise the Lord for guiding us to be part of this daily revival. It's like having church six days a week now. Please let me know in the comments if you feel the same way. If you feel there's been a change or a shift or something different is happening since we started Rise Up, please let me know. Mateo says yes. 100%. 100%. More like our own church. Yes, yes, there's a radical change coming through folks seeking God. Please pray for my dad says one American patriot, new kidney, health is declining. We will. We will. God was sent in the presence of his father. Amen. Jeremy never planned the day Jesus will show you the way. Yes. Perfect saying. We needed this, Jeremy, 100%. I do feel a wonderful change. Have a wonderful day. See you guys. See you, Mima. I can feel it. Restoration and revival. Rebirth of America. I feel it. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Let me read. Verse of the day comes from Matthew 27, 20 through 23. Matthew 27, 20 through 23. And it says this. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor said to them, which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, then what shall I do with Jesus who is called the Christ? They all said, let him be crucified. And he said, why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, let him be crucified. And then a couple verses later, do you know what they said? Pilate says, I wash my hands of this man's death and it's on you. And the crowd chanted, then let his dead, his blood be on us. Let his blood be on our children. So you are right, whoever said that. The Jewish people cursed themselves when they chose Barabbas. And we do it every day. Don't be those people. I wash my hands of this, says Pilate. And the Jews, the same ones that laid down the palm tree leaves for him hours before praising him, said, then let his death, let his blood be on us and our children. Okay. Okay. And so it was. Sounds like the left. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Rise Up today. And as always, I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in. And that's with a little bit of Jordan Felice, ladies and gentlemen. And Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. I love each and every one of you. I want to thank you for being here each and every day. You guys mean more to me than you know. We are making a change. There's definitely a revival happening. Sean Farish is coming up next, ungoverned, only on LFA TV. And where do we go from here? Wherever God wants to take us. I'll see you at 11 o'clock for Live from America. Be sure to tune in for Sean Farish's Ungoverned next. God bless you guys. Have a great morning. Peace.
0: Ever thought that the world has kinda lost its way. Mm-hmm. Crazy as it seems, yeah. I know it's gonna be okay. Oh yeah, it doesn't scare me. It's temporary There's something better we got forever. And it won't be long, cause we know our help is on the way. The way.
2: So keep your head up.